1: These of are nothing. You hear me? And please just like we do. Yes, sir. And sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through two a days. We went through two a days in 110-degree heat. Yes, sir. I want you to hit everything to move. If the ref gets in your way, you hear them? Okay then let's play. But that team us too. That gives us too. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it off now. Let's go. Bro Show Talk, 103.9 News, Money Sports, through 15 holes in round three of the Big 12 Championship. Ludwig Eber has a four-shot lead over Jonas Baumgartner of Oklahoma State. And an eight-shot lead over third place Drew Goodman from Oklahoma. Goodman minus two today. Baumgartner even today. Ludwig Aberg 6 through 15 today. Minus 6 after shooting a 67 in round 1, a 66 in round 2. He's now minus 6 today to take control of the individual leaderboard in the Big 12. Texas Tech also closing in on second place. Uh, The group ahead of Oklahoma State, they are plus nine for the week. Oklahoma State plus seven for the week. Plus one today, Texas Tech minus one today. So uh, closing in on second place, uh, I would say near impossible to impossible uh, to catch up with Oklahoma. Oklahoma uh, 275 in that opening round. Um, They just kind of put distance between themselves and everybody else, like a 13-shot lead after round one. It was nearly impossible uh, to catch anybody there after that showing. They had a 279 in the second round yesterday. Oklahoma State, a 278. They won the second round yesterday, but pretty much everyone else, five, six, seven shots behind, including Texas Tech, which has created... The minus six to plus seven, plus nine range that they see themselves in now, still 11 strokes behind Oklahoma, just fighting to stay even through the remainder and they'll be fine. Uh, Finishing up already, West Virginia, Baylor, Kansas, and Texas, Texas leading today at minus five. They're on the heels of Texas tech at plus 12, though. On the final two holes, that also seems like a big task. Feels like Texas Tech will finish inside of third place for the Big 12 championship. Um, And they will move on to a regional. Uh, I think Texas Tech at large was going to be in a regional regardless. But is what it is. That's the Big 12 golf update for you to start the show. This is the Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. I am the host. You are the co-host. You can text in. Uh, but texter beware. This one texter apparently will not miss these smart-ass comments to the texters that do text in to uh, both the Raiderland and this show. Uh, sorry. <laughs> you knew what you were getting there. I mean, if you text into any show and on a regular basis, you you're going to have disagreements and uh if there's one thing you can say about ryan Hyde to myself is that we could sit on an ice cream cone and tell you what flavor it was so i don't think you should uh, be very surprised at all at some of the responses we have do appreciate you texting in though hey rob i watched friday night lights over the weekend love the part during the pump up speeches at state because i could pretty much quote it thanks to your intro love you bro yeah it's a great intro i've enjoyed having it uh it's uh it's a solid movie too
0: by the way, I went to see uh, John Wick four after you recommended it. Yeah, how was it? Did you enjoy it? I quite enjoyed it actually. I didn't. I like I've said, I've not seen any of them, so I knew. Not, I saw Keanu Reeves, and I was like, I bet that's John Wick right there. Yep. Did but you, I, I I quite liked it, and I, I'm probably gonna go see it again with my friend this week.
1: Did you catch up any of the like
0: watch no. the recaps or whatever? <laughs> no, I just was on a movie marathon, so I was like, I'll just go in and see it. So you didn't really need to, right? No, I mean, you. I mean, you no. Know. There's it's actually like, okay. He's fighting people, and he's yeah. he's hated by an organization.
1: Yeah, like. he's discommunicated and he's trying to get back in to do something. That's all you need to know. Yeah, and it's, yeah, I mean it sets it up. It. Yeah. Solid movie. Solid action. I like I like all four of them. Um if I was to rank them, it's only Tuesday. We could probably do this on Thursday, but I think that was one of the better ones. They're they're all so even though, and like what they provide, and and what a little I've bit heard, different.
0: It's generally people like the first one a lot more than the second. Yeah, that's then, generally how movies go. And then go. they really like this new one. Yeah, and I don't know how people feel about three.
1: I might go One, four, three, two. One, four two, three, maybe. I did enjoy this one. The scene fighting up the stairs was solid. Especially, you know, he falls all the way back down. I like that that a lot and the
0: the one that's sort of in the abandoned house where they go to the top-down view. That was really cool. Yeah, that was cool. Lots of interesting
1: shots in those. And Keanu Reeves, that is the role, you know, he shines
0: in. He doesn't talk much. (laughs) Yeah, that was one thing that I I knew he was sort of known for being quiet. I did not realize, like, they played that up as much as they can. The most he – I mean, there's one scene where he has to talk. For a certain reason Yeah But for the most part He does not say more than yes
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I mean that's pretty much John Wick Are hey, you going to shoot some guys? Yeah <laughs> Solid action That's one of those movies You can also just go in And turn your brain off It's just fun It's it's fun to see but Yeah I liked it I liked it Yeah Bullets go pow Fun movie yeah, Have you seen the uh, Dungeons and Dragons movie?
0: No, I've not seen that one yet. I might, I might do that one. I've done uh, out of all the stuff in there right now. I've yeah. done Mario, John Wick, and Suzume, which was very good. Su- Su- what? That's an animated movie. Okay, it, I, it's very beautiful to see up on the big screen. I'd recommend it. Is it dubbed or or uh, both? Okay, you could you could choose or it's both. Uh, it's I mean they have different show times okay. for different ones. Cool. Which one did but you very, prefer very uh you know sort of uh, Miyazaki like you know you ever seen Spirited Away or Totoro or any of that kind of stuff Spirited Away is that it's about like, a horse kind of like those types of movies Okay Is that uh do you prefer subbed or dubbed when you watch anime It depend usually subbed but if I know the cast and I have confidence in the cast yeah. then I'll do I'll do dub which there are certain shows I do for that
1: Uh what's the um it was the the South Korean show. They got really popular. Uh, Squid Games. Yeah, I tried to watch that dubbed. Could not do it. Did not understand we, we why do, anybody wanted to watch it. I was, watched. I watched that, it subbed. It, it was good.
0: Yeah, we watched it in its original language, and then if my dad was there, we watched <laughs> that episode in English because right. <laughs> he prefers right. it that way. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. I, I generally do. Um, like I don't know any of the cartoon ones. It's not
0: as bad, but
1: if it's way off.
0: There's uh, several the mouse, shows that yeah. I that I do prefer that way, so but that's just not not usually the default.
1: Well, there you go. There was the uh, subbed versus dubbed conversation of the week. Mario was good. Mario was better than I expected it to be. I went in. I had very low expectations for that movie. Was, I thought it was, it was pretty, pretty much good. just
0: like if you've seen the Sonic movie, it was like that without yeah. the human parts, so just better.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I will say we we talked about this. Um, I guess me and my nephew maybe. I kind of wish they would have done uh, Sonic animated, because then you could have done 20 of them. Well, They, they, I mean, they have Sonic 17 shows, Mario ones, and yeah. they
0: do quite well. Yeah, they do. Or are regarded quite highly. But,
1: uh, you know, I guess Jim Carrey, you can't complain about a Jim Carrey. Are they doing a third Sonic?
0: They are. Is his mustache going to be even bigger? Is that I, kind of he, the bit they're going for? Apparently, I heard his the second movie was supposed to be his last... Like, like, he had, like, a contract that was, like, he would do two movies or whatever. Yeah. But I've also heard that maybe that's not as solid as people thought it was. So, I, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know the... But uh, I, don't, I don't think he's planned to be in the third one.
1: I don't know the Dr. Eggman... Egghead? Eggman? Eggman? I don't know the lore there. Are there... I guess, uh, is is uh, Knuckles taking I mean, over they, as the main bad guy? These
0: movies very loosely follow well, that. It I'm doesn't really... Sure. <laughs> I mean, they're going to the human world, so yeah. it's like they kind of oh, yeah, take true. it pretty loose. All right.
1: Uh, okay. Sports are going on, too. Uh, you might have seen Elijah Fisher on a podcast. I don't know. We could talk about it if you want to. If there are questions on it, we can discuss it. I have not listened to the full podcast. I've just watched a couple of clips. Uh, to me... Nothing he said was wrong. And if you took it negatively, that's probably you just uh, not sharing the same experiences as him and uh, finding a way to be offended. I don't know. Uh, I do think that there's more to eat in Lubbock, Texas than steak and salmon. But I don't think that Elijah Fisher got off campus much. Most college athletes have no reason to be off campus much, Uh, especially a kid who should be a senior in high school and is coming thousands of miles away to a college town. And he specified that, that I don't think he was prepared for Um, coming from a big city to a college town. I'm sure that is a culture shock. Uh, And he expressed that in a way that an 18 year old kid might. More texts on the text line. I will also talk Texas Tech baseball. They play ACU tonight in what should be a good matchup. Those are pretty evenly matched RPI teams. Much different in the rankings. Much different in, let's say, the analytics and the statistical uh, makeups of the team. Uh, But ACU played Grand Canyon really close. Grand Canyon came in and played you. You beat them twice. You should beat ACU. Stranger things have happened, especially on the road for Texas Tech, though you have slayed a few of those demons in the last month or at least a few weeks uh, with a win in Stanford and with two wins in Oklahoma. But still, going on the road, it's another opportunity. And that will prepare you to go play a different purple team, a different purple Wildcats team, this weekend. So you get four purple Wildcats this week. Uh, This texter. Bro, how are you? I am fine. I'm good, too. Will you still mold a... (laughs) mold? I think this is, will you still hold a bold claim to be a Cliff Kingsbury lookalike on your move to greener pastures? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll let the people decide that. I mean, that's not something I just came up with on my own. People stop me in the streets and say, hey, Cliff. And I say, well, I'm not Cliff. I'm Rob Bro. Easy mistake to make. Just an incredibly easy mistake. We both have uh, strong features. We're both, you know, tall gentlemen. You know, I'm 5'9", he's 6', whatever. Um, It's very easy to to make that mistake. Uh, All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. See if the uh, golf score has made any changes. There's just a couple of holes left in that. Uh, we might know Texas Tech's finish by the end of this show. Uh, and of course, it doesn't really matter uh, in respects to heading out to a regional. And there's not a big difference between second and third place. But certainly, uh, the individual prize there for Ludwig Aberg will be pretty sweet for him. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, the Rob Bro Show, Talk 103.9 News, Money Sports.
0: Welcome
1: back. It's the Rob Roe Show Talk, 103.9 News, Money Sports. Sometimes softball questions are not the opinion of who's asking, but to draw a response. Did you think listeners should bring cake to your final show? Um. N- no? Well, this isn't the final show. The final show is Friday. Uh, I don't expect any kind of... uh Certain kind of text. You can bring cake if you want to. Uh, You can ask hard questions. You can ask softball questions. Uh, Just expect uh, a wide varying range of uh, responses from Hyde and I. Not entirely sure what that question is saying, really. Actually. Actually. Did you think listeners should bring cake to your final show? No. I, if you want to spend the last uh, four hours, six hours, seven, eight hours I have left on Talk1039 telling me all the times I was wrong, you can. I'll deny most of them because that's what I do, but uh, you can uh, certainly, certainly bring it. I have no idea what some of these Texas are saying today. I'll just move on from that. All right. Uh, Oklahoma still leading uh, the Big 12 championships. They have gone to plus two, though. A uh, couple of poor holes for them. Texas Tech rounding out the final couple of holes now. Still plus eight, or have moved to plus eight. Oklahoma State plus still plus seven. Uh, so an opportunity there for... A good finish. And then you have uh, Ludwig Aberg still minus 13. Has not finished up uh, the 16th hole yet. Uh, I believe there's a match play round also in the Big 12 tournament to, to move on from this. And I think that's uh, tomorrow morning. So... We'll have the uh, round, the the actual golf being played today, and then move on to the match play uh, before regionals. And I will say, uh, playoff golf, regional golf, match, match play all the way into the national tournament, uh, exciting times. Uh, I remember following the golf all the way through last year, and I thought that was... Uh, really fun, especially when you're good. And I think Texas Tech golf is very good this year. I don't think they had quite as good a showing as they wanted to on day one. Uh, certainly playing better today. Uh, baseball today. Zane Petty will take the mound for Texas Tech. He's 2-0 with a 5 ERA. He is the projected starter for ACU. The projected starter. Max Huffling. A 3-1 and one record. A 4-1-3 ERA. Uh, and this is certainly, certainly a time where ACU is pitching backwards to the midweek, throwing a great pitcher in the midweek against a team like Texas Tech. Uh, Max Huffling has been good this year. So has ACU 25 and 14. They are 10 and 8 in the whack. Uh, not ranked. Texas Tech ranked uh, 14th, 10th, 15th, 22nd, 15th, and 13th across the six major publications. Uh, Gavin Cash dipping below 400 uh, at 392 after a weekend that he would like to move on from. He did hit another home run on Friday. Uh, he leads the team in RBI with 67, up near the top five. In RBI and home run, if not at the top of those national categories, Big 12 categories, Kevin Bazell leading the country in doubles. Gage Harrelson as a freshman hitting 340. 63 hits, 14 doubles for him. Bazell has 22 of those doubles as a redshirt freshman. Cash is a sophomore, but in his first full season of playing, He has already tied for fourth in most home runs in Texas Tech history with 20. He is one away from tying Jace Young. And kind of that, I would say, ultra-modern era Cam Warren also was up there. Zach Reams was up there. I believe he's passed both of those guys. And Dylan Carter's back, by the way. Had a good weekend. Uh, and Tracer Lopez is batting 364 in Big 12 games in the nine hole as a another true freshman. I don't know if you've heard this, but uh, Tracer Lopez should actually be in high school this year. Uh, on the other side, Garrett Williams leading the way for ACU, hitting 369. Grayson Tatro with 43 RBI. And, uh, Max Huffling, not, not the most innings pitched. Um, but one of the best ERAs at 413. A couple of bullpen, pin arms and whatever else for ACU. But, uh, this is an opportunity for Texas Tech. And you kind of laugh at midweeks and, and slough them off every once in a while as a team that's not very good, but, if you look at Texas Tech and where they are in the RPI and what they need to do, by the way, Kansas State, all of a sudden right there with you in the RPI, sixty six sixty seven. But ACU is a team where you need to win this one. Now, if you had played them two, three weeks ago when you were originally supposed to play them, It would have been a better opportunity. They have fallen to 90, fell another seven spots over the weekend. Uh, They were as high as... They were in the 60s, I think, when you were supposed to play them the first time. Now, with RPI, it doesn't really matter when you play them because it's a full-season metric. If they would have lost to you two weeks ago, it would have borne out the same way. So it's not a huge deal that you didn't get to play them then, but maybe in the, the minds of the critics... It would have been a better game for you three weeks ago when it was windy and you could have played. Uh, but ACU specifically is going to host you tonight. And by the numbers, they're a pretty good home team 19 and 7, 5 and 7 on the road, 1 and 0 in a neutral site. They have every opportunity to win this game tonight. They are 4-1 and one against teams that match Texas Tech's RPI. If you think Texas Tech is a, an anomaly in the RPI and they're a better team, they're a top 50 team, they're 1-3 against those types of teams. Uh, looking at some similar competition, if this computer unfreezes, Man, that is really, really annoying. It almost pauses the brain as well. Uh oh, they beat Oklahoma early in the year four to three. They uh, won two of three from UT Arlington. They lost to TCU seven to zero. They beat Baylor five to two in a midweek. Uh, you'll play Sam Houston State in a couple of weeks. They beat Sam Houston once in a three-game series. They lost again to TCU on a Tuesday, seven to five. They lost two of three from Grand Canyon, but scored sixteen runs on Friday against them. Gave up fourteen and six in the two losses that followed. They lost twenty to nothing against the University of Texas. So. A little bit up and down against the Big 12. uh, Mostly down since they beat Oklahoma. And it certainly is uh, an opportunity for you to go handle ACU. As you should. Again, just looking at their pitchers. uh, Any guy who's pitched more than... 20 innings has a six or higher RPI ERA RPI ERA uh, struggle bus for a lot of the pitchers that bullpen is not very strong Uh, as we head to the break yeah Uh, and again it just Max Huffling is a guy who's three and one this will be his first start of the year Uh, But they're throwing one of their better bullpen arms at you this weekend or this midweek to try and create some traction for themselves. All right, more texts coming in. We'll read them after this. It's the Rob Bro Show, Talk 103.9, News, Money, Sports. Talk
0: 1340, News, Money, Sports. The Joker is a wanting man That makes
1: a way across the land I see him, see him the so i tell you all the story About the Joker and the in the night of Welcome back. This is the Rob Roche Show Talk, 103.9 News, Money, Sports, 20 minutes left. Uh, This texter, hey bro, just a few days left. This week, kind of like a second senior year in your lifetime. I think the Texans will take Tyree Wilson at two, and a quarterback for their second first round pick. Uh, This is actually like my third and a half senior year, if you count uh, all the senior years I had in college. Would love Tyree Wilson to the Texans at 2, again, just so he doesn't have to go to the Cardinals. And I would like him in Texas. I, I've i never been anti-Texans, like some people would say I, I am with the Astros. Uh, I, I have no ill will toward the Texans. I would absolutely root for the Texans if Tyree Wilson was a part of that organization. I am a big fan of D'Amico Ryan's. If he tries to run his franchise uh, opportunity here with the Texans like he's trying to do uh, a kind of a replication of what the 49ers have done, I really don't think they need to draft a quarterback at all. Uh, and they have enough holes, especially defensively, that you could go to top, Well, what is it, 12th? What is that second first round pick? 12th? Uh, And then I've also seen uh, them attached to move back up later in the first round for a third time. And sacrifice a little bit of what they're doing a little later in the draft to get three first round picks. Uh, That would be very good. Especially if they can hit three times. And, you know, on a rookie deal, what they have at quarterback is not bad. And if you are focused on building a defense and then finishing off an offense when you're competitive defensively, that's not a bad way to run your NFL franchise. Some would say, and I'm certainly in this camp, that drafting a quarterback too early is one of the worst things you can do. Not only because it starts the clock on a second contract and then you have to pay the guy. And you you're, you hamstring yourself on building. But more than that, he's either going to get beat up in year one like Joe Burrow did and tear his ACL, or sit out a year like Patrick Mahomes did and you're kind of behind the eight ball still. Especially if you're not already a complete team. The Chiefs were already a complete team. The Cowboys were already a complete team. When Dak Prescott got drafted in the fourth round. By the way, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Who's the best quarterback in the NFC right now? I think a lot of people nationally would say Jalen Hurts in the MVP conversation just got a huge contract. I think up next, Kirk Cousins still gets a lot of respect. Dak Prescott next? (laughs) Is Dak Prescott a top three quarterback in the NFC? Is he top two? Is he better than Kirk Cousins? Is Dak Prescott better than Jalen Hurts? Is he the best quarterback In the NFC? Is Daniel Jones a top five quarterback in the NFC right now? (laughs) I mean, just think about it. Lamar Jackson AFC, Patrick Mahomes AFC, Josh Allen AFC, uh, Herbert AFC, Rodgers AFC, Tua AFC. If Tom Brady returns, he'll go back to the AFC. He's certainly not in the NFC anymore. I mean, eight of the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL are AFC quarterbacks. Joe Burrow, AFC. Am I missing somebody? I mean, are you putting Brock Purdy up there after his rookie year? He's not even going to start where he is. Jimmy G's in uh, Vegas, AFC. Russell Wilson, AFC. Is Geno Smith... A top five NFC quarterback? Legitimately, who am I missing? Justin Fields, Jared Goff? Ritter? Mariota? Who who's even starting down there? Derek Carr? Is Derek Carr the best quarterback in the NFC <laughs> with the Saints? Like, legitimately. Wild. The NFC West, uh, Kyler Murray, I don't, yeah, I mean, my thoughts, I guess, are pretty well known on Kyler Murray. I don't think he's good. Top five in the NFC? Yeah, probably. The NFC, though, And I don't think the Packers were legitimately a contender. The NFC is wide open. And maybe it's just the Eagles division for the next three years. Especially if they reload. Over the weekend, there was a hoax that they got uh, Derrick Henry. I don't think they, they will. They might. If they can afford the trade. That would be interesting to go all in though for a year. Uh, this texture, you're also a big fan of Houston. That's true. I think maybe you think I'm a bigger fan than I am. I have said that I do like Houston. I think that's mostly just, uh, based on what I always thought about Houston before I went back as an adult and then kind of went back and I well, it's like, I don't hate Houston. I would prefer to drive in Houston than I... Prefer driving in Dallas, but I certainly probably wouldn't live in Houston over Dallas just because of uh, the opportunities to go to professional games in Dallas that I would prefer. We talked about that, uh, what was it, last week? Wouldn't want to live in either of them over Lubbock, though. All the steak and salmon I can handle here. All right. Let's take the other break. When we come back, final segment of the Rob Bro Show. Final Tuesday of the Rob Bro Show in this platform. We'll do it big when we come back. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. It's the Rob Bro Show. Talk one hundred three point nine News Money Sports. Welcome back. It's the Rob Roe Show Talk, one of the News Money Sports. This texter Dak Prescott wouldn't be the best quarterback on the roster at Katie or South Lake Carroll. I and mean, that's just blatantly false, but go off, I guess. Um let's see. Oh yeah, it is uh ESPN plus broadcast tonight, six PM. They're in Abilene, Texas. Play by play brought to you by Andy Penny uh if you listen on the radio obviously the uh, usual guys there uh, but the ESPN Plus broadcast I would assume and this is just uh, an assumption from me but I would assume this ESPN Plus broadcast will be better than a lot of what's put out in the Big 12 which you can you know Give that uh, whatever credence you want. Uh, Entering today, Texas Tech in the top 10 of 10 different statistical categories. So, again, uh, 67th in the RPI. So, the RPI says Texas Tech is the 67th best team in college baseball. Uh, They're number two in hits, they're number two in double plays, Uh, they're number two in sack flies. They're number four in runs. There are three teams that have scored more runs than Texas Tech this season. They are fifth in doubles. They are sixth in walks. They are seventh in triples. They are seventh in double plays per game. They are eighth in batting average. They are eighth in runs per game at 9.2. Does that sound like the 67th best team in the country? I think we could say that the RPI is broken as far as Texas Tech goes. Now, there are other conversations to be had about why Texas Tech RPI has been a problem for two straight seasons. Probably should be playing more road games early in the season. Probably should be playing more Power 5 opponents early in the season. Depending on how much the Big 12 schedule expands next year with more teams, you might have a built-in better schedule. Certainly need the opportunity to remove like a Merrimack or Western Illinois off the schedule. But you also need teams like Iowa, Gonzaga, Grand Canyon to be better. When you play them. Grand Canyon, a tournament team last year, has just not been as good this year. Gonzaga, a tournament team last year, has not been as good this year. Uh, I did ask uh, the group chat who the best quarterback in the NFC is. Uh, No Zero help. Zero help. Uh, So far, I've gotten back. Brock Purdy, uh, the first comment there, yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, 1 p.m., Kirk Cousins is the best quarterback in the conference. Uh, Panthers great Will Levis. Oh, here's a serious answer. Hurts, Dak, Stafford, Cousins. Stafford didn't even play last year. Kirk Cousins, Golf, Carr. That's a six. And I, I legitimately... I just, I don't know. Uh, If you look at QBR and you go down just QBR-wise, just that metric, it would be Jalen Hurts, Jared Goff, Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, Dak Prescott. Now, Dak Prescott did not play five games, I think, last year, five or six games. His touchdown percentage... Top five in the NFL. That's touchdowns per attempt. At 5.8%, Mahomes was 6.3%. Interceptions, he threw the most per attempt and I think the most period besides Davis Mills, maybe. Who, again, at Houston, needs to figure that out if he wants to stay QB1. Uh, If you go by quarterback rating, Dak Prescott a little bit lower Uh, in the NFC. Jimmy G, who's not there anymore. Jalen Hurts, Geno Smith, Jared Goff, who had a career year last year. Took care of the ball. Uh, Then you go Andy Dalton, who no longer the starter in New Orleans. Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, Dak Prescott. And I'm not trying to say that Dak Prescott last year was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFC. But he's certainly top five, even after his worst career year, in my opinion, last year, as far as kind of full seasons go. I mean, Kirk Cousins is just about as good as Dak Prescott last year with one of, if not the best wide receivers in the NFC, Justin Jefferson. Oh, well, Dak has CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb is not Justin Jefferson, and he hasn't been so far in his NFL career. He's good. I think my point is, Whoever the Panthers draft, if they draft a quarterback, he might be a top-five quarterback in the NFC just immediately by virtue of there's not a lot of guys that are very good right now in the NFC. And I think if you're ranking quarterbacks in the NFL, the AFC would have a conversation to have all of the top five and maybe further down. I mean, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, the top three quarterbacks. Hurts, I guess, is next. Just analytically, Tua Iloa, Jared Goff, and Geno Smith were up there. Jared Goff just because he took care of the ball. I think I would safely bet on Dak Prescott being a top three quarterback in the NFC, though, in the coming year. I think I, think I could take that bet. All right. Let's take another break. This one quite a bit longer. We'll be back tomorrow on the Radio Land 11 a.m. I've been Rob Bro. Be Rob Bro. We'll see you then.
0: The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340. It's advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.